morning, we're going to say about Daf Samech, and we're starting on the, on the Daf, Daf Samech, Amud Aleph, at the top, the second line from the Amud. So today is the 86th day of this war, and dedicated to Shir, Iluni Shmot, when he was died in this war, the Ptuim, Chatufim should be released, all our soldiers should come back safely and successfully. Um, so we're starting Daf Samech, Masechet Baba Kama has 118 Daf. It starts on Dav Bet and it goes to Kuf Yud Tet. Right? 219. But we know that only Dav Bet, so it's actually 118. So 118 divided by 2 is 59. So yesterday was Nun Tet. But Nun Tet is actually 58 because it starts at Bet. So this Dav Samach is the 59th Dav. So today is the halfway mark of Abakama. So Baruch Hashem, we're finishing today half of Abakama, which is no small feat. Uh, which is only a third of Masechet Nazikin, remember? So, uh, but it's, 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 it's a good start. Okay, so Gemara starts. Uh, we cracked a nut as well. We cracked a nut because of a nuntet. Very good, David. We cracked the nut. Very good, very good. Okay, so Shalach Biyad, the Mishnah said, Shalach Biyad Pikeach a Pikeach Haya. If you gather fire to a Pikeach, we saw yesterday, Shalach Hirishot of a cut and you be patur. If it was a pikach, you chayev. So Amrav Nachma Yitzchak, man, that's a, the, the Mishnah also said, the Mishnah said, and then it said, somebody kind of blew the fire, like fanned the fire, if the wind blew it, so kulam turim. So, so, so Rav Nachma just points out of here, this lashon over here, we learned, he says, man, that's liba, not a mistake in the, in the Lashon of Liba. And there's another version, according to Rav Nachman, Umandetani Niba. Right? And somebody says Niba. Now what's the difference between Liba and Niba? So look at Rashi. Rashi says over here, Rashi says over here, Niba, Keshadam Raber, when a person speaks, when you talk, so, so heat steam comes out of your mouth, when you talk. Right? So there's Liba is to... Like to blow like that. And Niba is just like just a bit of oil. He says both of them are Lomishtabesh. Mantani Liba Lomishtabesh Tiktiv Bilibat Ash, because the pastor Bilibat Ash. So Mantani Niba Lomishtabesh Tiktiv Bore Nivsvatai. Okay, that's the special of Rav Nachman says that each person, whoever there's a, we don't know all the, we, in our Gomorrah we've got Liba in our Mishnah. But there seems to be a version which also said Niba, Rav Nachman says they're both right. Okay, now the, the Mishnah said, Liptaha Ruach Kulamkim, the wind blew it, right, the Op Turim. So the question is, the going to the bright here, what if two things happen at the same time? He did liba, he blew, and while he was blowing, the woman was also blowing. Right? So the Tanakama says that if there's enough in his blowing to have blood without the wind, he's chayev in love patur. So it seems that only if you were, could, your blowing was strong enough without the wind, You'd be chay, but if it was if you're relying only on the only on, on the wind and on the you, you might be patul. Someone says, "Why am I?" We got a loch on Shabbos. It's actually going by a batcher, funny enough. But loch on Shabbos that if you were zore, if you threw some seeds into the wind, and you threw them, right? So it was actually your throwing that was making it. But the wind came and helped you. You'd be chayev. We don't say there. If it was your zore without the wind, then you chayev. If it was the wind, then you'd be patul. Why not? So Amr Abbai, Abbai says, no. Rabbi says, you can't compare. 
Because there on Shabbos, you are throwing in the direction that the wind's carrying it away. You're both working in the same direction. Here, you're blowing in one direction. The wind's blowing in another direction. That's why the wind doesn't help us. Rabbi says, no. Rabbi gives a different answer. He says, no, what are you talking about over here? Where you blew in a ruach and the regular wind, which we weren't relying on the wind. Suddenly a wind which you didn't expect. A gal wind came and took it away. So you never intended for that wind to help you. Anyhow, that's why... The wind isn't, is, is, isn't a function of yet. All depend on what your own abilities were. But Rabbi Zaira gives a third answer. He says, When you go like this, when you cold, and you blow your arms to warm your hands up, a bit of hot air, that's not enough to cause anything to really happen. You can't blow a, a fan of fire by going, that won't work. So, Rabbi, so, so Rabbi Zaris, that's what you were doing. You were just doing that. And therefore, the wind came and took it away. It wasn't really, your own, your own steam was never blowing, was never going to be able to do anything whatsoever. That's why it'd be part two. That was Rabbi Zaira. And Rabbi Ashi gives a different answer altogether. So we can see four answers. Rabbi Ashi says, In Shabbos, when we said, you, blew, you threw it into the wind, and the wind came and blowed it away and helped you. Shabbos. That's with regard to Shabbos. Why? Because Shabbos, we have a separate definition of Chiyuv. Shabbos, we've got Melechet Machshevet Ashatra. The Torah said, you asked for doing what? Melechet Machshevet. When your intentions, your planning was all done in a way that you created the issue. So when you threw into the wind, you wanted the wind to help you. It was part of the whole way of doing the Melocha. So there the wind helped you. Abalacha, yeah, as far as uh, Nazikin is concerned, right? It's Grama Ba'amu. Just a grammar. And we know that in Nazikin, grammar by Nazikin patur. Now it's quite interesting because I think, I was going to say I thought, but I still think that even on Shabbos we have a grammar is patur. That's why you've got all these patentim. For example, tzomet. The whole, just one second. The whole idea of tzomet, right, that they have all these halachic uh, facilities where you can use lights and, and, and on Shabbos and all phones and, and all these things is all based on grammar. Because you, it's a grammar switch. So even though it's, it's patur, not mutar. It's the difference between patur and mutar, right? Patur means if you did it, it's not asur. You're on chai, you're on chai makor, you're on chai bakorba. But it's still not mutar milichatchila. But you can rely on it. Beshatachak. Rather do a grammar than not. So Shabbos also. But I think in the zikin maybe we're a bit more flexible. Or a bit more make you in the zikin that there's chai, vada, patur, whatever. What eh? You must say you get the electric wheelchairs. Is a plowed field. There's, there's a Rashi somewhere. I'll find it. Hold on. Where is it? Yes. Here we are. Niro. Nirash is here. Niro. Charisha shelo nizra. So it's a plowed up field which you haven't yet, you haven't yet uh, seeded. It's not a planted field. It's just a plowed up field. But you haven't actually seeded it yet. That's Niro. Sichsuch sheach shebavanim lechichach b'shadvarim. Rashi says, yeah, that when the, when the Torah says sichsuch. Uh, so sichsuch applies to stones. And lechicha, like like with a, like licking, so to speak, is all other things. The fire can either consume or lick or whatever, like burn. 
So we said that Shachla Berav Achla Eitzim or Avanim or Afar, either wood or stones or, or, or sand, Yuchayev. Shneemar, the Pasuk says, Ki Eish, the fire went out. Now, Ki means you actually sent out fire. But it actually, but it seems like it's being done in a passive. Ki the fire just went out. Happened to go out, right? Umatzah Kotzim Venechal, and it ate Gadish, is a pile, or Akama is the grain standing, or also all the fields. Shalem Yishalem, you pay the money. Who pays the money? Hamavir the one who set the fire. So it says, Ki Eish, it seems to sound like it just happened to go, went out on its own. And Hamavir is what? When you did it. So there are two things that play here in the Pasuk. A passive and an active. We'll see it in the Gemara in a moment. Why did the pastor have to tell me Kotzim? It said Kotzim thorns Venechal Gadish Etoa Oa Kama Oa Sade. All those four things. The Torah says, yeah. Why did the Torah tell me Kotzim Gadish Kama Vesade? Why? Just say Kitetze Eish. Why did you have Gadish Vekotzim Veish Vesade, etc.? The Torah says, Juchi, we need a why. Tikra Rahmana Kotzim, even it just said Kotzim. So there's thorns, we just have them in a kotim, only thorns, why? Because they're very, because it's common, there's thorns all over the show. And therefore, right? Sorry, because it's common that fire burns around thorns, they're dry, they're hard, whatever. And therefore, a person was negligent if the fire, he should know that around thorns, it's very, cons- it's, uh, what's the word? Uh, uh, consumable, what's the word for it? Uh, Things are ignitable. Inflammable. Inflammable. Thank you. Inflammable. Right? Inflammable. Right? And if we should be more careful about Gadish. But if you got a pile of grains over there, right? Look at Rashi. About Gadish. That's not so flammable. And therefore, right? So everyone will be saying, because it's not, it's not, it's honest. Gadish, the Torah wrote just Gadish. You chayev. I mean, a gadish. Why you chayev? Rachmana gadish. Bishum dehefsem rubu. Because you burn a guy's whole st- a pile of grains over there, so that's a big damage you're causing the guy. Right? About kotzi, but thorns. Who cares about thorns? So let them burn the thorns. Right? We'd say thorns. Hefsed muat. I mean, will be chayev. So you want to say, okay, so kama lamali. Why need kama? Kama means that we've got the stalks on the still standing in the ground, like the, you know, you see big wheat fields, etc., and all these grain fields. Mark Kama says, Mark why? Because Mark Kama begalui, Afko begalui. That, of course, Kama, you can see the Kama standing up there. Remember, we, got a, we had a machloket of Yudami Chachamim. Remember, we've seen before of, of, uh, of something which is hidden. Remember? Right? When things are, you can't see them. Or you chayv, aren't you chayv? Of Tamun. So the Gemara says over here, okay, that's very nice. But Rabbi Yudah didn't chayv, and this guy Tamun beish Kama Lamali. Rabbi Yudah said, you didn't chayv things you can't see. So why does Rabbi Yudah say you got Kama? Because Rabbi Yudah says you chayev for Tamun as well. So what's Kama? Kama is galui, but Tamun yosa chayev. We say, Rabot kol balei koma. Anything balei koma, lav dafka grains. Look at Rashi. Kol balei koma, af balei chayim v'inanot. Even trees and animals. So Rabbi Yudah says, no, we need Kama. Tell me anything that's above the ground, on the ground. Animals, trees, anything that's standing above the ground, you chayev for. So Rabbanan, Rabot balei koma minalu. So Rabbanan, where did they learn these animals and trees from? They left the the Pasuk says, Mi o hakama, the o. They learn hakama is for things that are revealed. And o hakama teaches me, Shabbi Yehuda, what does he use o for? Right, he says, he uses o mi baile lechalek. What does it mean lechalek? You might have thought you only chayev if you burn both kama, the gadish, all of them together. 
says, no, each one on their own stands independently. that you have each one independently as well. It says, meaning each one on their own. So Gemara says, Rabbi Yehuda, I need to cut Rachman. It's Rabbi Yehuda. What is he with Oh Hasadeh? He says, No, nah, that's just linguistic. So I need to cut Rachman. Oh Hakama, Kadav Oh Hasadeh. Okay, that's fine. So Gemara says, Sadeh Lameli. Why do I need Sadeh? Surely it's obvious. Gemara says, No. La Atuye Lichacha Niro Vesichacha Abanav. Sadeh can teach me a special din. Even the fire just uh, like uh, how do you say like uh, I don't know. I can't think this morning. Didn't like burn it and consume it, but it like just singed. I say would be the right word, right? They would like singe the 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 rocks or the fields or whatever. So you must understand. So just write sadeh. I don't need any of the other things because they're all included in all the other things. Because that's true. We need more. Why? Dikter rachmanes sadeh. Have been a mab sadeh in midyachin law. I'm only sadeh. Look at Rashi. Mab sadeh. Right, only the actual uh, produce, but not the land itself, like the, the stones and the and the and the sand. That's where we learned kama. So kama told me the grain. So now sadeh means dafka the, the earth and the stones and the rocks. Which let's be honest, you wouldn't think a person's high for burning some rocks. What do I care if your rocks are black, your rocks are white? Right, so that's uh, that's 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 the chiddush over there. So that's basically a quick summary over here of Kotsim, Kadish, Kamav, Sadeh, why the Torah tells us all of those things. We need them all to teach us every little din, otherwise we will not learn the same thing. So now we get into a bit of Agarateya. When there's bad in the world, it means there are wicked guys in the world. Because it gives us cause to think at the moment. Plenty bad, unfortunately, in the world. All around. Right? And listen to this. This is unbelievable. Sad. Terribly sad. Who are the ones who suffer the first? The tzaddikim. Right? Fire goes out. And it finds the kotsim, the thorns. So when does Eish go out? This is based on this pastor, right? When does fire go out? Bismanche kotsim mitsuyinda. When they're thorns, in other words, the thorns represent the Rishaim. When they're thorns, there's fire. gadish. It starts off with the gadish. gadish lo doesn't say, and it eats the gadish. gadish kfar. gadish. It already ate the gadish. Now it goes looking for the thorns. Okay, that's the pasuk that explains it over here. And the gadish over here is the piles of grain, the good guys. And once they've been consumed, it eats up the, uh, the thorns. Kfar, already. There's no rush on that though. I seem to have marked a rush over here. I wonder what I was right what I was marking off over here. Okay, I can't see a rush over here. So Tanai Tani Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef said like this, The Pasuk over here, this is a Pasuk in Shemot, it says, This is before the Makkah, right? Or the Makkah Bechorot. The Pasuk says, We'll take some hyssop, 
Kvaltim David dipped in the blood. Sheh basaf on erat, and then we got him. And I'm ashkof put on your doorpost. We'll stay on the on the on the on the top and the sides. Min adam sheh basaf v'atim lo tetsu ish v'pidach beitu adboke. Don't leave you out till the morning. So what's going on over here? It's like as Kevin should turn and shoot the mashchit. Sent the malach amavit got permission to go and kill. Eino mavchin bein tzadikim l'reshaim. The mashchit doesn't make distinctions now. Once he's out killing, he doesn't care who he kills. He just kills anybody in his way. And on the contrary, stop the tzadik first. Neymar v'ikarti mimcha tzadik v'rasha. Pasi v'ikarti mimcha tzadik v'rasha. First the tzadik he recognizes and then the rasha. The Gemara says here, Bachir of Yosef. Yosef cried when he learned this. Right? Why did he cry when he learned this? He says, "What kula hai nami la'ain domin." He says, "What? Look at Rashi. Kula hai nami klomar lehevel chashnat tzadikim. The tzadikim are considered ayin. They aren't worth anything. She kodmim lepuranut. They're the first ones to suffer." So Amalei Abayas, Abayas said to Rabbi Yosef, "He says, 'Rabbi Yosef, don't cry.' He says, 'Tivutahu legabayu. This is a favor Hashem's doing to them. Why? Dichtiv ki b'nei hara'a neesafat tzadik.'" There's a Rashi over here in Yeshaya in the Pasuk. It says there, Kivnei Hara'a, Ha'atidala Voel Ador, Nesafa Tzadik. The Tzadikim are saved first. Why? They have to suffer through the tragedy that's going to come on the generations, on, on, on that generation. So Hashem takes them first. They can, they can minimize their suffering. Look at Rashi. Rashi in our Pasuk says, Tivutuhu, Shoyrubar Abba. It's the same Rashi, by the way. Okay, I'll sort over there. Okay, so Amrav Yudah Amarav. So now, once you're on the subject, Right, I was talking to you this morning, he was on the train going to the army, he was doing this stuff, and he said to me, it reminds me of Corona, but I also had the same thought, look here. So this is not that, yeah, we're talking about the person's outside, the person travels, right? So this is an important halacha, by the way. Shukharach brings us the halacha, that the person shouldn't travel at night, you should try and arrive in a hotel before nightfall. You should travel during the day when it's safe, and uh, try and arrive at your hotel before nightfall. Says, From the same passage over here, where we saw a moment ago with the Malach Amavit. Look at Rashi, With the sun still shining, you're going to a hotel. Don't wait till it's dark. Don't get up too early in the night. Wait till it gets light. Kitov, means Haor Kitov, light. light. Because of criminals and because of shading. Not just mazikin, also because of listing. Practical stuff. Be, be, be safe. Okay, that's the one thing. Dever by ear. Now listen, now we come into our corona. When there's dever, there's a plague, pestilence, whatever in the town. Leave the place. Because the first day, stick your legs inside. Right? Go indoors. So the pasuk over here says, "Oh psukim here in Yeshaya." He says, "Go into your room." V'omer and the pasuk over here says, "This is in Dray Michutz Teshakel Cherev u'Michadrim Eima." Gam b'chur gam betula yoneki mishseva. Rabbi Michutz Teshakel Cherev. Outside you die from the sword. U'Michadrim Eima. There's fear. So the one says, "My v'omer." Why do two psukim? Why does the pasuk say, "Kanesh Shakeshemar v'Atem," and then v'omer? Therefore, Therefore, 
You might think that if it's dangerous inside and outside, they stay outside, might be safe outside, we get a bit of fresh air. Toshma, michut tashakel chiv, michadrech ema. It doesn't make sense, both of them. Afagav de michadrim ema, michut tashakel chiv. Kidding you outside, stay indoors, more dangerous. The Guru says, Rav says, Bidan Ritcha, Rashi says, What do you mean, Bidan Ritcha? At the moment of Ritcha, there's anger of Hashem. He says, That's David, when there's plagues. He says, Have sachar koi. Look at Rashi. He says, Stam satam chalonot. He would close the windows. Sound familiar? Like sealing up everything, right? He says, ki mavet because the, the death comes through our windows. Tarabal and brightest like it's Ravair, Pazer Glecha. When there's famine in the land, Pazer Glecha, spread your legs, move, go somewhere else. Shema, we see with Avram, Vahir Ravair, Vahir Avram, Mitzrayim, Malagusham. And the Pasuk says, Vahomer as well, it says he, he left, he went to Mitzrayim to live there. And the Pasuk, another Pasuk says, Vahomer, Vahim Amarnu, Navohair, Vaharav Vahir. Umat Nusham. Right? Then other, the next pasuk of the Gemara quotes over here is a pasuk from Mishmelachim. It says, If there we're going to go, we're going to die. Here we're going to stay, we're going to die. It's worth it. Sometimes you, for certain, there's going to be danger here. And there might be danger there. Leave the certain place and go to where there's a suffolk. You might say, well, I'm wasting my time again. I might die there as well. No. Yeah, for certain you're going to die. Then you might not die. But you might. Move around. Let's do this. If there's Debrebair, there's a plague. Um, it's here. Debrebair is, is, is a particular plague. But I'm saying any plague. Don't walk in the middle of the road. Why? Because the, when there's a plague, the Malach Amavit is feeling very, very chuffed with himself. So therefore he walks in the middle of the road, right? Like a, like a peacock. Because he's all over the show. The Kevan de Yahiva Leirushuta Maskele Hedia. He's got permission how to kill. Therefore he flaunts himself. He walks around in the middle of the road. Shalom Bayir. When there's Shalom in town, the Malach Amavit isn't allowed to kill randomly. Then don't walk in the Tzidei Drachim. on the sides doesn't mean on the pavement. It means like in the nooks and crannies. Okay? Because since he hasn't got permission, he's hiding away. So where's the Malach HaMavet? He's like sticking far away to the side. So don't go, don't go by him. Rather walk in a more public place. See that when there's Dever in town, again, Malach Mavit's around, don't go on into Shul on your own. Remember, the Shuls, like we learned in the Tzubah Shul last night. Why do we have all those extra Twitters on Shabbos and Ma'en Prachomi, Ma'en Sheva, etc.? And we saw as well, Clifford sent us the thing of, what was it, of, uh, of uh, Kagavna, of Babi Madlikin, right? And the extra Brochas before the Shmonash and Chutzlaret is because the Shuls were outside the cities. So if guys would come late to davening, they'd be stuck there. So we lengthened the davening to people give it to people a chance to daven together and walk back to town. So the whole concept of your bed, it's not like our shul now where there's a community shul downstairs your house or next to your, 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 your house. But the idea of a shul is like a churva. Shul's in, a, in, a, in, a, in an abandoned place. So the Gemara says, don't go on your own to bed at Why? Shemalech HaMavet mafkid sham kelav. He's storing all his kelim there. I don't exactly know what Kaidi the Balech HaMavit needs, but anyway, I suppose he's got his big axe and everything like that, right? And the Guru says, that's the only thing, aren't children learning 
ולא מצטו באסי, איזה לבנייני. וזה מנייני, שלא נולד, איזה חי לזה, אולי לקייס את התפעה. Another bright fellow, and כלבים בוכים על החמאבית בעל עיר. When dogs start crying, it means that the malachal has come to town. כלבים משחקים, but if they're starting to laugh and playing around, אליהו הנביא בעל העיר. Right? Now how do dogs know when the malachal is coming not? Anyhow. So, בעל ימין היא דלית בעיון הקייבה. And he said, that's only if there aren't other female dogs around. If there are female dogs around and the male dogs start playing around, that's sort of flirting with the, with the, with the dogs. Don't get carried away about that one. What, someone's going to give me a note there. What's a note? Yeah, Shemim Yisrael says something that the animals are capable of sensing some metaphysical presence. Okay, who says that? Shemim Yisrael. Shemim Shmuel. Shemim Shmuel. Okay, that's the the Gerebi. That's the 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 the. Okay. I think no, 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 no. Shemim Shmuel is not the Shemim, not the Gerebi. Shemim Shmuel is, I think, it's the 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 Sochachova. Sochachova. Right. Sochachova. That's the son. That's the son of the Sochachova. The Shemi Shmuel, I think, is the son of the Iglet Tal, Avnei Nezer. I think it's his son. That's his son. Right. Uh, the son of Sokhachov, I think. Uh, so he says, they're from the Kotzkas. The Sokhachov was the son-in-law of the Kotzka, I think. So I think that Sokhachov was the son-in-law of the, was the, son of the Kotzka, of, I think. I think. Rabbi Shon, I like to quote him a lot. Who? Rabbi Avishon, yeah, okay, well, it's, it's very worth, very worthwhile quoting, a big time in right, okay. Uh, so, Yati Rav, Rav Ami, Rav Asi, Kamei, someone check me up on that though, but I think that the Sokot Shavu was the son-in-law of the, of, 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 of the Kotzk. Yati Rav, Ami, Rav Asi, Kamei, Rav Yitzchak, Dapach, Amar, Amalek, so he says like this, so Rav Ami and Rav Asi were sitting in front of Yitzchak, Dapach, And the one said, Demar Amalei, we're not sure who said what, but Demar Amalei, one of them said to him, Lame Amar, Shmaitata, Tresa Alocha. Umar Amalei, Lame Amar Agadata, Tresna Agadata. So one wants to hear Alocha, one wants to hear Agadata. So Patach, the Agadata, he started saying Agadata, Velo Shavigmar, the one who wanted Alocha, wasn't excited. Patach, the Amar Shmaitata, he started saying Alocha, Velo Shavigmar, and the guy wanted Alocha, Agadata wasn't getting excited, he couldn't appease them. So what did he say? Amar Lame, Sholachim, Ashalamar, Davar Domeh. I'm going to tell you a mashal, he says. What's this, what's this compared to the two of you? I want to give you a gadata, the shmaita getting upset. I want to give you a shmaita, the gadata getting upset. He says, l'adam sheyesh lo shtay nashim. Listen, yeah. Daddy. Right? Not because you've got two wives. You haven't got two wives, but I'm saying because of the gray hairs. Listen, 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 listen. At the same time, yeah. L'ashay nashim. Achat yalda v'achat skan. One was young, one was older. Yalda melaket lo levanot. One's pulling out his, the sort of young, the one, the young wife, is plucking out all his gray hairs. That's why I said it to you there. Right? The young wife plucking out his gray hairs because he's looking old. Zekaina, the older wife, melaketed lo shkor all his black hairs because she wants him to look older. So nimtze kireyach, because he ends up being bald. So he hasn't got dark hairs or light hairs. He says, that's the story with you guys. I want to give an agarita, the one who wants a shmaita. I want to give a shmaita, the one who wants a You both guys, I end up not getting anything. Right? He said, but you know what? Don't worry. He said, I've got a solution. Right? Uh, I lost my place. Amar Lahen, Iachi says, Eimelechu milte de shavye le tarvaychu. I'll tell you something which is worth, which is good for the both of you. Rashi says, Shavye tarvaychu, Agarita and Shmaita B'davar Echad. V'shneichem Shavim Ba, She'titratzu V'techafzu V'ah. I'm going to satisfy you both. I'll give you a story which includes Agarita and Aloha in the same story. And he quotes the Pasuk, the Pasuk says, So that's what actually I was referring to early on now. I realized what I was referring to early on. 
right? The Pasuk says, on the one hand, you got to pay when the Eish went on its own. Right? What do you mean a fire went on its, on its own? Right? So who pays the guy set the fire out? So said, I'm the one who caused the fire to burn down the Bed Amikdash. He sent that fire and it destroyed the, the foundations. And I will build it with fire. So we know that the third bed of the Messiah is, will come down in a fire. Let's see where Hashem says it. I'll build it in fire. This is the Makor. Right? So he destroyed it with fire, he'll build it with fire. So that is the Agadita. That Hashem says, what's the Shemaitita? Where's the Halocha? The fire went out. So the mammon caused the damage. But in the end he says, Hamavir, I did it. I burned it with myself. His fire is like his arrow. In other words, the fact that he sent out fire, fire is his mammon. It's like him shooting an arrow as if he caused it with himself. So there's there's chiyuv, there's responsibility for your fire as if you shot an arrow. That's the Agadita, that is the, uh, that is, that is the Aloha. Okay. The Pasuk now says, I'm not sure I understand these Psukim that are coming up. But anyhow, the Pasuk over here, this is a Pasuk from Shmuel. It says, Vayitave David, right here, he had a type of some kind, Vayomer, a type normally means like physically he was thirsty or he was hungry or whatever. And then David said, Who's going to teach me, who's going to give me water to drink? From the wells of Beit Lechem that are by the gates. So the Gemara understands, David Amir is not going to speak about physical requirements. When he says, who will feed me, drink, give me water at the gates. Who sits at the gates? The Beit Din sits at the gates. Right? And therefore, water is Torah. Who's going to pass in Aloha for me? That's how the Gemara understands it. So right, David Amir is over here. Uh, so he says here, Beit Lechem Asher Bashar, Vayivka'u. And the Pasuk carries on. The next Pasuk. That was Perek, Shmuel, Bet, Kaf, Gimel, Pasuk, Tedvav. Pasuk, Tedzayin says, Vayivka'u, Shloshla, Giborim, Bamachane. The three, Vayivka'u, they're like, I mean, the three wise guys in the Machane, Plishtim. Vayishavu, Maim, Yiborechem, they drew water from the board of Beit Lechem, Asher, Bashar. So Gimel says, what's going on here? Mike, can we buy that? What's going on here? He asked who can give him water. He was thirsty. And then the guys, the, 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 the Giborim, drew water for him. What's the story? So Gimel is like this. David Amenech had a shayla on this din of Tamun Ba'esh. We know Machloket Rabbi Chachamim. If something is hidden away and you burnt down the, the, the Gadish, you patrul from the Tamun, right? Chachamim. Rabbi Yudah says you chai for the Tamun. So David Amenech says like this. Tamun Ba'esh Kibayla. Look at Rashi. Maase Ba'le Fanav Ba'chanei. David Amenech was at Arad War in the camps and he had a kai shayla. She sarfu anashav Gadish at Israel. Some people came and burnt a pile of Gadish. They're soldiers, probably. Set fire to a pile of Gadish of Jews. That war, David's soldiers set light to, I don't know, they never liked the guy. 
And now they burnt his grain piles down, piles of grain. Underneath there were kalim he had hidden there under the piles of grain stuff. Seems like it's a common thing to do in a farm. You hide your kalim under the grain, people can't see it. Or we hide like Rabbi Yudah, we pack like Rabbanan. So eek Rabbi Yudah, eek Rabbanan says, So upashtulay, my depashtulay. And they answered what they answered. Rabbuna Amar. So now, and they gave the answer. We don't know what the answer is. Okay, the government doesn't know what the answer is. They pashtu by the pashtu, they solved the answer. So now the question is, what was the story? Avuna Amar, Gedishim, Desorim, Dishad Havu, they were grain, they were piles of barley. Dahavu, Mitamre, Plishtim, Bahu. The Plishtim, right? It seemed like the Plishtim were the ones that had stuff in there. The Plishtim were hiding in there. They were Plishtim there in these piles of grains. Question like, can we burn down a Yisrael's? You know, there's an expression you, you know, with, with soldiers. They say, like, you, what's an expression when you go to war? You burn, like, a, a, a scorched earth policy. Scorched. scorched earth. So the question is, now they've got a scorched earth. Do we burn everything in our way to kill the plishtim? Right on the hand, we're burning up Jews', Jews uh, barley. It's all Jewish produce. So can we just burn the place down to kill the plishtim or not? Right? So that's the question. Right? Can we save ourselves at the expense of these guys' grain? So they send to him, you can't. But wait a second, they've got a problem over here, right? The average guy can't. But they say, David, but David, you're a king. You know, that's Porech Derech. That's what you call Derech HaMelech, right? Mm. What's Derech HaMelech? When the king comes to town, you don't make him go around the roads like this. You smash down all the houses in the way so the king can come through. Malasot. So the Derech HaMelech, go burn what you want. V'Rabbanan, we tell Rabbi Barmar Mari, that's Rabbi's version. Right? That's what Rabbi Rav Huna says, sorry. Rav Huna says that was the case. And Rabbi Namita, Rabbi Mari, he got a different version. They say, Gedishim de Sorin de Shalhavu, the Gedishim de Adashim de Plishtin Havu. There were two piles of grains there. There was one pile of grain of the Jews, the barley, and then there were lentils that belonged to the Plishtin. The Kemabai Lehu, what was the Kasha? Mahu, Lito Gedishin shall Sorin de Israel, Litain if Nebim To, Amenat de Shalem, Gedishin shall Hashim de Plishtin. So if I understand this question, this was a question. The animals prefer the barley. Animals don't like lentils. Why? Because they're clever. <laughs> right? I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. Right? So now the question is, can we take the Jewish guy's barley grain to feed our animals? And how do we compensate them? We'll take the plishtim's group of lentils. We had war with the plishtim. That's the question. And shalchules, they say, they said, chavol yashiv rasha. They quote a pasuk over here in Yechezkel that says, Chavol, if you cause damage, Yashiv Rasha, Gzeilai Yishlem, Bechuskat Achayim, Alach Libilti Asot. What does it mean over here? So I think I saw a Rashi which says that even though you chayiv, you might be able to do it, you're still going to end up paying at the end of the day. So look at Rashi, the Gemara says, Avish Gzeilai Mishalem, Rasha who? Even though you compensate, you're still a Rasha. So, I don't know if you're the Russian now because you're taking the grain from the priesthood, but I don't think, I think that's okay. But you, 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 you're taking the Jewish people's barley, even though you're paying them back with the, with the, bar, with the lentils of the goy, you're still a Russia. However, the same story, but you're a king. 
Okay, so we've seen two possible questions David HaMelech asked the Beitin, which is quite amazing if you think about it, that David HaMelech in the middle of war, these were the things he was troubling himself with. You would imagine that you're at war. And when you're at war, you're not Shilas. You've got to take, you take. No, he still asked the Kashas to the Beitin to see how the best way to do things. Okay, we understand the second explanation over here where he wanted to exchange the lentils for the barley. We had a passage over here that says the fields were full of Adashim. Another passage says they were full of barley. So we understand from the Psukim that there was barley and there was lentils, and we wanted to exchange one for the other. And Laman Damar Le but the one who says he wanted to burn them all down, Mikle Mirat, Mai Baileula Hani Trey cry. What do we do these two psukim for? Yeah, tell us one was barley, one was lentils. Because they were also hiding under Adashim. Once they understand, we wanted to burn them down. They could have passed away. But once they to exchange, what does saving come to do with it? He said, Right? What's going on over here? What's the problem? I think we're going to end up over here. Okay, I just want to stop today. I'll stop you all carry on tomorrow.